With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the fourth edition of the Daily Kabbalah lesson. At the end of the last episode, so we spoke about the idea that Hashem is the ultimate unity. Hashem is not made up of parts. Hashem, His Chachma, His wisdom, and His Ratzon, His desire. Whereas in a human being, so one thing cannot enter into the domain of the other. In Hashem, there's no distinct domains. Hashem is the ultimate unity. His Chachma, His wisdom, His Ratzon, His desire, they're all one. And of course, we can't even relate to this, says the Ramchal, this type of idea, this concept of unity, this oneness, because we exist in a realm of great period, of great separation. We have all kinds of different things, different concepts, and so all we have for our imagination in order to imagine things is, is our experience, and our mind isn't used to dealing with this type of concept. Just as an aside, I'm not sure if it's a perfect mushal, if it's a perfect comparison, but we do find a concept of unity. In that, that we can relate to, and that is in the concept of light. Because as we know, if you take light, it can actually separate the light through a prism, and you can see its distinct components. You have the red, the orange, green, blue, etc., all the different colors of the rainbow. And then when you have pure white light, so it's actually a unity, the ultimate unity of all those colors, and you have a white color. Interestingly, each of the ten divine emanations of Hashem, the ten spheros, the way, the channels through which Hashem sends down His goodness upon the world, each of them has a separate color that represents them. Not to say that the spheros themselves, the emanations themselves have a color, but in some way, each of, the, each of the divine emanations are represented by a color. The highest of all of the divine emanations is called keser. Keser means crown. It's the unknowable, it's the highest, it's above the realm of human understanding. And what is the color that represents keser, that represents this divine emanation of the crown, of the thing that's elevated above our understanding is represented by the color a blinding, clear, invisible white. Now of course the realm that we're discussing here, this idea of Kesser, is not actually Hashem Himself, heaven forbid. Hashem is unknowable, untouchable. We can't really conceptualize Hashem. However, through these spheros, through these ten emanations, we do sense, we can get an idea of how Hashem interacts with the Bria, how Hashem interacts with creation. And thus, when we, when we say that, that Keser, which represents the highest, highest, highest idea, the highest concept of Hashem's interaction, and that concept is represented by white, that means that over there is the ultimate unification, the ultimate unity. But even there, when we talk about that unity, it's still a unity of disparate elements, different colors that join as one. Whereas when we try to describe Hashem Himself, that's where words fail, because we can't understand what it means, but somehow... His chachma, his wisdom, his ratzon, his desire, all the different traits that in our world seem to be disparate, they're all unified as one in him. And they aren't secondary to his nature, they aren't secondary to his essence. Now returning to the Ramchal himself, so he says that as we already previously mentioned, the actual true essence of Hashem, we can never understand it, we can never relate to it, and we can't attach ourselves in any way, we can't compare it to anything that we see in the creation, because everything that's in creation is something that Hashem created, so that Hashem brought into existence, but it can't possibly describe, from what we see, we can't possibly describe Hashem's essence Himself. Ramchal just finishes off this idea and says that as we mentioned, everything that we have in this whole concept is something that we have from our Masora, from our tradition, and it can also be validated by a person looking into the nature because if a person sees nature, it becomes quite clear that it's impossible for all of these things to have come about on their own. And every single thing, all of the unbelievable intricacies of nature and the intricacies of the mathematics, let's say, and all the kinds of different things that we find in nature, all hint and all reveal the fact that there's a creator, a source for all of them. 
and their continued existence is totally dependent upon Him. The Ramchal finishes off the chapter by saying that the last point about Hashem that we need to understand is that there's only one Hashem. There can only be one existence, one Creator that created everything, and that nothing else is creating it. If there's anything else that we find in creation, everything else must have been created by Him. So therefore, there can't be more than one. There can only be one, one Hashem, one God, and anything else we find in the world is a result of His creative force. So he sums up this chapter and says that there are six concepts, six ideas that we need to know about God. The first is the truth of His existence. The second is His completeness, His perfection. The third is that He must exist. The fourth is that He's not dependent upon anyone else, on any other being. The fifth is He's completely perfect and simple. His existence is a simple, pure existence. And the sixth is that He is one.